Good morning, my fellow Africans and the world at large. This is Emmanuel Kwejo once again, coming in into your homes and your minds with a message of empowerment and enlightenment all the way from Ontario, Canada. Today is the 8th of June in the year 2022. And the Bible says this is the day the Lord has made. And for that matter, we should rejoice and be glad in it. And on this note, I take this opportunity to invite the whole world, any man or woman listening to me or hearing my voice to join me to give thanks to God for the day that he has granted unto us and life in general. Life is beautiful. Life is wonderful. Life is glorious. And it is God himself running through everything and all of us for his own glory and for his own good. Therefore, let us give thanks and be grateful for what we are, who we are, and what we have become. Today, I am going to speak to you on the topic, You were created and born great and powerful. Refuse to cower before any master. I repeat, you were created and born great and powerful. Refuse to cower before any master. Every human being working on this earth is God on in an earthly body. Whether you believe it or not, whether you accept this or not, that is the truth about every human being on earth here. Unless, of course, we are ready to go back to the Bible and then change the statement that we were created in the images and the likenesses of God. You are a complete individualization of the Spirit of God, the pure Spirit of God on earth here. And it is that spirit that animates you and quickens you to do everything in your life. And our ability to live in alignment or in accordance with the laws of this being that we are made of and the laws of the universe that creates our lives in its beauty and the glorious way. And that is why we say we bring the glory of God on earth. We create heaven on earth here. Our lives that is full of misery, that is full of all the things that we are dying of, we are crying about, is as a result of our own human ignorance that we are living as victims of circumstances. We are living as people who have nothing to do or who have no power on earth here. But we have the power, for God is in us, and God is working through us. So today we are going to look at who we are. And what the role we play in the creative order in our lives or in the universe. God placed us here as powerful beings to control everything. And that is why in the book of Genesis, uh, we are told that God gave us dominion over everything. And we are supposed to subdue the earth and make our life beautiful and wonderful. And our ability to live here as gods in an earthly body or gods in on earth here is the only key that makes our life meaningful and wonderful. Okay, so today uh, I'm going to do this once again by going into the Bible. And so today we are going to look at uh, the book of First Kings chapter 21. And in the book of First Kings chapter 21, we are told that there lived a king in, in Israel called King Ahab. And in his days, there was another man by name Naboth. 
Naboth has a, vine, a, vine, a vineyard which the king wanted to use. Or he wanted the, the vineyard for his own use or purpose. And for that matter, he approached uh, Naboth. And Naboth actually stood on his grounds and stated that the vineyard was inheritance from his ancestors. And for that matter, God forbid that that would be given to the king just because he's a king. And I am going to read the verse 3 of this, what Naboth said to the king, and then we continue. So chapter 21, 1 Kings chapter 21, verse 3 states, But Naboth replied, The Lord forbid that I should give you the inheritance of my ancestors. That was the ways that Naboth offered to King Ahab. And according to the Bible, this ways threw him into a mood that led to, or that triggered the wife to take an action to eliminate Naboth in such a way that um, the vineyard became, became their own property. Those of, uh, I will encourage all my listeners, anyone listening to me, for the purpose of this analysis, you can read the whole uh, book, uh, the first, the whole chapter, chapter 21 of First Kings, and you'll get the uh, account of this. So at the end of the day, the wife of Ahab, or King Ahab, by name Jezebel, came out with a plan. And by this plan, Naboth was stoned to death on false allegations. And that land became his husband and hers as their property. So this is the part of the story that we are interested in, particularly Naboth's reaction to the king's request. In our world, we find ourselves in the position of Naboth. And today, I am not actually even, I'm not explaining this because we, this is a metaphysical uh, material. And for that matter, we are not looking at it from the physical things as it, it was presented. We are, we are looking at it from the spiritual and metaphysical life or our spiritual life, which is about mental states. So in our lives, we are made, we are told that we are made in the images and the likenesses of God. And the power, the source of our power is what we have as our soul or our divinity. Or you can call it the subconscious mind, which is linked to the superconscious mind, that is the mind of God. And this is where our power and everything that we possess is. And we are supposed to walk and live in accordance with this. And if you look at what happened between King Ahab and Naboth, we are told that Naboth had a vineyard. Okay, a vineyard, what is it? In metaphysical or in a metaphysical world or in the spiritual world, a vineyard or a plot of land refers to your mind. Anything that you can cultivate and then get seeds, proceeds, is your mind. And that is why uh, our, our mentor, the great uh, British philosopher James Allen said, a man's mind could be likened to a garden bed. So any man or woman that is able to take his mind and consider it as a plot of land or a vineyard and cultivate it with the mind that you only need vines on his, on, or grapes on his plot of land, he will, he will, he will cultivate it and only reap or only harvest 
grapes. Nothing more or less than this. And therefore, if you are able to cultivate your mind in the exact way as we cultivate the plot of lands or our vineyards, what we put in purposefully is what we're going to get. And that is by serving our divinity. So every human being on earth here, God has placed a purpose in your heart. You have something to protect. And the thing that you're supposed to protect is your mind. Once you protect your mind, then you have control over everything in this world. And that is why the Bible, through the words of the, the writer of the book of Proverbs, says that guide your heart. For all that you do in this world comes from there. And your heart in this context is your subconscious mind, it's your soul. That is your divinity. And for that matter, you are supposed to guide anything at this part of you that is by using your mind to make sure that anything that is not of God nature or godly nature doesn't come there. So when you sit down, when you are in your life, when you begin to think and negative thoughts begin to bombard your mind, have it in mind that your mind is the vine here that you inherited from God. Remember, I've already stated that you are the individualization of God's spirit. So your mind is what you inherited from God. And that is, your, uh, that is what represents Nabal's vineyard. And for that matter, you're supposed to guide it. Any negative thought, some of the thoughts are King Ahab. Some of them are Jezebel and all other people. So you're supposed to take a stand and declare that God forbid that I will allow anything that is not pure anything impure into my consciousness. Therefore, I am living a life in the, with the mind that I am the sole responsible, I am the sole person, I have the sole responsibility to protect my inheritance from God. And that is my mind that I'm, used, I'm supposed to use to create a beautiful and a wonderful life. So your ability to take that stand and declare these statements of words into your lives and begin to work on yourself and make sure that every negative thought that comes to your mind is completely taken, dealt with intelligently. Then you are nabbled who is refusing the gesture or the request or the offer from the king, King, Abod, uh, king Ahab. Everyone knew him that he was a wicked king. And in the same way, our negative thoughts are so wicked and that they torment us. But if we stand, we will prevail over them. And that is when God in us begins to show up. And that is why the goodness, the, the goodness of God, every beauty, every wonderful thing that God has deposited in us, God himself will spring out in our lives. And we will see beautiful things. We will see flamboyant things in our lives. So you are nabbled. You are nabbled in your own life. And within your own kingdom, that is your mental kingdom, there is King Ahab. There is Jezebel. There are other people there that are, will come to you. And the, the prominent one is King Nabot. King Ahab, sorry. King Ahab will come and ask for your vineyard. And that is your mind. 
when the negative or sometimes you are when you are you are actually meditating or doing something that you enjoy then a certain straight negative thought comes in with power and force forcing itself into your consciousness be like Nabot and declare god forbid that i will give my inheritance from god to you and therefore drive that negative thought out of your mind this is the truth of life and as you do that you only dwell on only the good and wonderful things and this is what apostle Paul presented in the bible that whatsoever is pure whatsoever is just whatsoever is anything that is of god nature think meditate about them but those that are not that don't allow them into your consciousness so this napoleon story if we take it only if, uh, uh, and apply it in your own mental state you realize that the story plays itself in your own life. You are nabbled and you have this vine here to protect. And once you protect it carefully with determination, that you will see that your life will be prosperous. Now we are talking about Nabot because of his heroic act. Today, we are talking about him since this, this incident happened. In the same way, if you stand, and with hand, with, with, with uh, and fight the good fight by driving every negative thought that comes into your mind and live in the godly nature, the nature by which God made you, that your true self, your true nature, and save your soul and walk in that life. You will do great and mighty things that people will, will worship. People will not worship you. People will remember you. People will always sing to your praises. You will always be remembered for the great and wonderful things that you have done in the lives of humanity. So you have a property to protect. And that is the vineyard that God has given to you, which is your mind. Your subconscious mind is something that you need to guide against all negative thoughts. And as you mold and shape your mind and your mind begins, you train your mind to think only in the positive, in one direction, in a positive way, then your life becomes prosperous. And that is where you bear the fruits of the Spirit. That is where everything that God is becomes your property. It becomes your physical reality. So that is the level when we talk of our individual level. This, that is what this story means. That is what this story means. Whatever happened to Ahab, King Ahab and his wife Jezebel in the story and even the prophet that came in, it can actually be applicable in your life. As you fight this battle, you see that a lot of things comes up and all those things will come into play. But today, the focus is not on that. We are looking at our reaction, how we treat negative thought why we treat things that we don't like in our life even in times that we are in difficulties that is when we need to be resolute Nabot was not that prosperous he was not that, that a rich man he was not that a prominent person but he stood against the king and defended what belonged to him and in the same way you are not anyone you are in difficulties you are in you, look your life is very sour you don't want to get out of it the only way to get out of it is to stand against the, the, the thought. The negative thoughts are bombarding your mind and walk in that direction. So that is what this story means at this level. We can bring it even to another level. And every one of us here on this earth, 
God has given you a purpose. And that purpose is from your soul. That soul wants you to do something on earth here. So as you begin to work on this, a lot of things will come. A lot of, like the thoughts will come again. People will attack you. But you are supposed to stand as someone who is made in the image and the likeness of God and declare that I am a child of God. I am God incarnate on earth here. Therefore, I do not take anything that goes against my divinity. So in your life, in times of difficulties, in times of challenges, there are some things that looks the straight way to solve it. But that is not the way you're supposed to go about it because the source or the solution to your problem, your situation at that particular moment, lies in you, but not in other people. If that person is the right person to be used, God in you knows how to align situations for him or her to come into your life. But you must first depend on what you fear, what your intuitions are telling you. And that is when you say you are protecting what is, is your inheritance. You are walking and protecting your divinity. You are God. And therefore, God does not beg. God does not look out to, for, to other people for help. God does not cry to people to, for them to come and rescue them. And if you know this and walk in the mind that you are a God on earth here, therefore you have the ability to turn every situation around, then you are walking and serving your divinity. You are not going against your divinity. You are not going against your God nature. And God becomes bigger. God becomes the only priority in your life. It doesn't matter how you the name you call it. I am talking from the metaphysical and spiritual perspective. I'm using God. You can say energy. You can say Allah, whichever way. But the fact is that what you believe, there is something in you. That is the source energy. That is the source of your own existence here. If you are able to walk in alignment in that in alignment with that source energy and its laws in your life, everything will fall in place without any difficulty. Even if you go through difficulties, you overcome them strongly and powerfully. And that is what we are made of. That is the purpose of our existence here. So a human being is not here to beg. A human being is not here. To find to, to classify himself as a victim of circumstance. A human being is not here as a, a victim of anything. You are here to triumph. You are here to declare bold, uh, boldly that it is my divine right to be uncommon. That is the truth. It's your divine right to be uncommon. It is your divine right to say that I am not a common person. When I say you're not a common person, I'm not talking about it in relation with other people, but in relation to your divinity. Therefore, your power, the power in you has the ability to do anything in your life. As soon as you begin to talk to yourself, you begin to make statements such as, who am I? As for me, I am this, I'm that, I'm not. Then you are demeaning your divinity. The God nature in you, you are negating it and therefore you will never see anything good in your life. That is not you are supposed to operate. A car is made to operate on the ground, on the road. Therefore, if you take your car and put it on the lake, it will sink, for it is not meant for that. In the same way, you are meant to walk on earth here as a child of God, as, the, as God incarnate. 
Therefore, if you put yourself or if you recognize yourself as a victim of anything, then that, that means you have negated your divinity. You have negated your godness on earth here. And therefore, you will produce discord. That is the truth of our lives. So we are not supposed to bow before anyone. We are supposed to respect each other. You are supposed to see each other as equal. No one is bigger than that. If someone is a king, is the king of the biggest kingdom in the world. If someone is the president of the biggest nation in the world, the person is not better and bigger than you. You give the person respect, but you don't you don't bring yourself down to the person as his or her servant. Don't look at the person as the one that has the ability to solve your situation, to solve your problem. For the solution to your problem is within you. That is the God in you. And this is the way to live. And therefore, when Thomas Paine wrote for the American people that I do not I, I do not choose to be a common man, he was indeed right. When he said, It is my right to be uncommon, he was indeed right. And therefore, this is the message I'm bringing to you, my fellow African. Rise up. You are made in the image and the likeness of God. You are not supposed to be a common man. You are not supposed to be a non-entity. And this is not about what people think about you, but it's about what you think about yourself. If you define yourself as a common man, you will be. If you define yourself as a common man, but with the knowledge and understanding that there is God in you, you will be the same thing or the same person. Therefore, my brother, my sister, gather this courage and gather this knowledge and walk by it. You are, you are made, you are created and born powerful as any other human being on earth here. And therefore, whatever any man or woman has done on earth here, the son or the daughter of Africa, anywhere can equally do. And for that matter, this is the time for us to wake up and to protect and to defend the gift, the inheritance that God has given to us. And that is our minds and our divinities. Anything that you would do to, to project you as inferior to anyone, that means you are demeaning your divinity. Anything that comes to you, any situation that puts you in a situation that you accepted that in such a way that someone has to come and help you or to do it, that means you are demeaning your divinity. If there is the need for someone to come and help you, your own divinity, the God in you will make arrangement such that the person will come into your life in a very dignified and a wonderful way, but not to dupe you, but not to ridicule you but not to give you conditions and all these things. That is what we are talking about. That is the way of life. And that is what we, how we, we, become, we, 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 we become powerful. We, we gain dominion over everything on earth here. That is by living as God on earth here, who has the power and ability to change his or her own circumstances. I cannot change your circumstance. You cannot change my circumstance because we are individualization of God. We are individual. We are unique human beings. Your relationship with your divinity is one. Therefore, you don't have any horizontal relationship with any other person. So rise up, my fellow African, whoever you are, whatever you are doing, wherever you find yourself, this is the time, this is the hour 
of, 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 in, of knowledge and understanding that we are powerful. We are made or we are created and born powerful just like any other person. And therefore, whatever any man or woman has done on this earth, we can equally do it or maybe even do it better. And this is the time. So Africans, as I was saying, if you look at how our society was set up, we were set up for failure because we were going or we are going against the laws of the universe and our beings. That is anything that happens to an African, the African places himself as a victim. Anything that happens in the life of the African, we place ourselves as, as victims. And this could be traced back to my forefathers. Anything that happens, instead of they coming to their minds that we are made in the image and the likenesses of God, therefore let us use our mind to resolve it, to solve it, to find solution to this. They saw themselves as victims that if evil forces and other powers were against them. Therefore, they go to the shrines to a poor abation and come back and sleep and wake up the following morning. So you see that the African has put himself in a certain state that we, we have gone against our own God nature in such a way that we've created, overcreated, and overcreated only discord. And this is the time to resolve it. We don't need any sacrifice. We don't need any, um, what we call a rituals. We don't have to do any sacrifice, but we only have to change our mentality, change our way, our, our minds, about our own self. Let the black man develop that pride. Let the black man develop that, that mindset that he is a God on earth here. Therefore, he is here to do exploit and to take part in the creative uh, process of God. And that is he, the African, placing himself directly at the center in the creative setup of the universe. And that is we believing and waking up and believing that we are God on earth here, walking and working in partnership with the parent God who is God Almighty. The parent spirit whom we are made of. And so we are not supposed to do anything that demean our divinity. And as I was saying, anything that comes to demean your divinity, kick against it, fight against it. And so as I was saying, if you look at our, our lives, it's like always people coming from somewhere to help us. And this thing started from our forefathers. After today, anything that an African happens to an African's life, people have to come to help us and one thing that we don't actually think into it is the help we are getting from other people other nations at the national level at the continental level I, I, I have lived in the United Kingdom and I have lived in Canada here so I know what is in North America and I know what is in Europe most of the time we see ourselves as inferior and even if you look at our narratives but even before, when we were young, young men and women in Africa, before I traveled, I have seen adults, many people, when they try something and it's not working, they say, oh, as for this one, in Ghana, we use the Akwesi Bruni. Akwesi Bruni will never do this like that. No, you people, that we begin to think and relate, yeah, God has given them the power. They only saw what they have and adapted to it. They fitted themselves into the creative order. And that is why they've expanded to be who they are. We only have to put ourselves in the same position as they did, and we will expand to be the same as them. So they are not powerful than us. We are not lower than them or whatever. Any person, A, could be a racial level or whatever, 
we no one is bigger or lower than or smaller than the other the ability to understand who you are and you applying the powers that you have that makes us to look like some people are greater or powerful than others so when in reality when people tell us that they are they are better than us we only have to look at our own circumstances what we have done with our minds and on that grounds or in that perspective when they say they are better than us then it is a fact because as we are sitting there now as we are talking now anything that happens on the on the african continent people from somewhere people that we we, we, we consider them as developed must come to help us and we we don't have even have to go back in history just recently when COVID-19 came, what, 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 what didn't happen? They developed, well, they were able to develop their own vaccines. And they used it on their own people. They were preventing it. And they have to stop whatever they were doing to hold meetings. People have to go around organizing programs and other things in such a way that they will be able to mobilize vaccines to be brought to Africa, the poor people. So in this case, this particular story will actually depicts people who are going against their divinity. We are demeaning our divinity. We are not supposed to be helped in that way. That is a disgrace to our own personalities and our divinity. We should be able to rise up. In a situation that comes, Africans should be able, we should be able to use our mind to sort solutions to that. Then when people bring DS, we will also bring ours. This is what we have done. We compare, we share ideas. And that is when we can talk of equality at that level. Spiritually, at the soul level, we are all equal. But what we have used our minds on the personality level to create, we are not. We have to accept it. And this is the time that we have to declare that we are no longer to sell our inheritance. We are no longer going to demean our divinities. And therefore, we are going to stand like Naboth and declare to ourselves that we are the images and the likenesses of God. Therefore, whatever thing that any man or woman has done to put himself wherever he is or she is, we will equally do it. And that is by applying the universal laws and principles that we are governed by. We are governed by. There are laws in the universe. And once we begin to obey these laws, we gain control of our circumstances. So Naboth resisted King Ahab and his name is in the recorded history. In the same way, you must resist your Naboth in your mind and you must resist the temptation of, I mean, taking up roles. I mean, putting yourself in a situation that comes to demean your divinity. You must resist or anything that comes in that way is King Ahab coming to ask for your inheritance. Your inheritance from God is the spirit of God in you. And that is your divinity. And you must protect it. You must, you must, you must approach it with reverence and dignity. Any group of people that makes their life to always beg, to always ask for second-hand commodities, use commodities, that those people are going against their, their divinity. And that is why, if you look at the people, especially the third world countries, that we have, we have positioned ourselves that we are always asking for aid, we are always asking for charity, we are recreating over this over and over and over because that is what 
we have created based on uh, it going uh, in, uh, by going against the laws of our divinity we are not supposed to contaminate ourselves in that way and we are we keep on recreating over this and over and over and over if you bring it to the continental level take every african nation take every african nation we have gone from loans programs those of us that grew up in ghana i grew up in ghana in the 80s i was 80s 90s and whatever what programs particularly in the 19, uh, 1990s what programs today they will bring this program from imf today they will bring this one from uh, world bank today this one this one this one this one these are people this is a clear example of people who are selling their vineyard to ahab because we are in difficulties we are accepting a kind of life that is against our own divinities and that is why the bible says that there is a way that seems right in the mind and eyes of people or my, uh, uh, men and women but in the end it leads to death there is a way yes when we are in difficulties and we decide we stop using our mind but only going to call for people's help it looks right it looks uh, it looks that the, the, the right thing to do from the human perspective but from the spiritual and our divinity level or perspective it is it leads us to destruction and that is why africa we are going from one level to another level one level to another level and this is the time we have to correct it africans must begin to take a stand we have to take a stand and declare to ourselves that we are made in the images and the likenesses of God, just like any other person. Therefore, we are going to take a stand and fight our battles and challenges by using our minds constructively and positively. And therefore, we're going to create the life that we want. And then we will share it with other people too. That is how the world is supposed to be. We are not taking part in the creative order. We are stalling the human evolution process. Because we are not using our minds the way they're supposed to be. We are going against our own divinity. Therefore, we are creating discord in the world. It, doesn't, it, it, it is not too late. The fact that we have created this mess in our life is even the opportunity. And as I've always been saying, we have the biggest difficulties and uh, problems. And our ability to, to look for or to work for solutions from our own self to solve this problem put us above the world because we have solved the world's biggest challenges and problems and that becomes the new order that is the way but we cannot do this without protecting our inheritance your inheritance in this world is your divinity your inheritance from god is divinity therefore anything that comes to demean your divinity fight against it stand and fight against it do not ask for people do not ask people for help do not ask people to give you their used clothing africans it is time that we have to stop importing and taking these used items to africa we become a dumping ground that is not what we are here for your divinity god in you god is opulence god is abundance you only have to concentrate in what is in you and the abundance and the opulence of god will come spreading in our lives it becomes spreading in our life and we will see the true nature of god in our lives 
So going against for loans and all these kind of things, everything that comes from this part of the world to Africa is more or less 90 to 70 or 90, uh, yeah, 80 to 90 percent to these commodities from the developed world to Africa are used items. Are we made to live on used items? No. That is not our true nature, my brother, my sister. That is not your true nature. Your true nature is to demonstrate the opulence, the abundance of God. It's in you. The kingdom of God is in you. So rise up, rise up and declare to yourself, I have the inheritance from God. Therefore, I am not allowing any Ahab in my life to encroach upon my inheritance. And as you cultivate this inheritance, which is your mind, your subconscious mind, the good things in, the, in God will spring forth in our life. And that is how we can turn our villages, we can turn our, uh, everything that is negative in our lives into places of wonders. For God knows, God has the answer to everything. And he's not going to do it through uh, the apologetic prayers or the prophecies from long, um, preacher men or long speeches from preacher men. No, he's going to do it through you, the ordinary man, you and I, every one of us. And that is the new order. That is the new time. That is the new move. That is the new mentality. This is the new movement of the African people that we are taking control of our lives and mold and shape our lives the way we want by declaring, by taking a stand and not allowing anyone to tease us into going against our own divinity. Our own divinities. Anything that comes, this World Bank loans, that are look they, they put us in complete debt they come with strengths all this kind of help from china russia whatever all these things are not in our favor we are going against our own divinity they have brightened their own corner and they've got excess that is why they want to give it to us have we also brightened our corner to get exercise that we will exchange it with them no a human being that lives for him to be, I mean, to be saved by other human beings reduces him or herself to the lower animals. And unfortunately, that is where Africans we have brought ourselves to by going against our own divinities. This is the time to correct it. And this is the hour of enlightenment. This is the hour of understanding. This is the hour of knowledge. My brother, my sister, rise up. Let us begin to think. Let us begin to walk in this direction. We have gone the other direction for far too long. Nothing is working. Everything is going on the other side. It is because we haven't been able, we haven't come to the realization. We haven't come to the awakening that we are God on earth here. Therefore, we have the ability and the power to change our realities, to change our circumstances. And this is the time. Take it. Embrace this message and let us walk in this direction. You are powerful. You are created in the images and the likeness of God. Therefore, you are created more powerful and greater than what people have made you to believe, what people have made you to understand. That is not true. You are not shirking at birth. You are not inferior to anyone. Your, your skin color is not inferior to anyone. Where you were born is not inferior to anyone. It is just that you are not using your mind right now. That is why your village or whatever is not developed. As soon as we begin to use our minds and protect our inheritance from God, the right thing from God will spring forth. Everything that we see on this earth is the work of God, for it is God who works in us.
both to will and to do. So if you go to Hollywood and you say it is beautiful, it is God who has went through the Americans to create Hollywood. If you go to London and it's beautiful, it is God who has walked through the British, uh, the, the British to create whatever we see there, whatever we saw, or whatever we have seen in developed world. It is God who has worked through them. In the same way, if we begin to protect our inheritance, which is the God nature in us, the same God will work through us and bring wonderful and amazing things into our environment. And that is what Africa has become a developed continent, an enlightened continent, a continent that is really soaring and taking its place in the universe. That is the truth. You will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So, my fellow Africans, regardless of the position you hold, wherever you are, from the government leaders to the lowest paid person in our lives, this is the time for us to rise up. Let us take a stand and declare to ourselves that we are not going to give our inheritance, our ancestral inheritance to any, any king or any wicked king like in Arab. And that is signing ourselves into difficult situations. And this thing even can be traced back. Our forefathers gave their own children into slavery. And it is the same thing that has been repeated in our days. Our leaders are ready to sign our nations off, to sign all our, whatever we call our property, whatever we call our natural resources, they sign it for free. And then people from somewhere come and destroy it. And when they destroy it and it is done, they go back to their places. Now, this is the time for us to rise up. Any man or woman that comes from any part of the world to us to do business, we are exchanging commodities that of the same quality. We are doing that is what we call proper international business. Even if we are taking raw materials to anywhere, that means we have it in excess and we are giving it to other people that, to help them. That is how the world runs. That is what it's supposed to be. So let us rise up. Let us rise up and begin to um, and, um, embrace the new mindset, the new thinking. The new thinking is that God is in everyone. We are, in, we are the images and the likenesses of God. We are God incarnate on earth here. Therefore, we have the ability and the power to change our circumstances for whatever we are in now, it is our own creation. And as we behave and think and walk in this Nabos mentality, where we do not allow anything impure into our, 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 our consciousness, where we do not allow anything impure to our divinity into our life from any other people, any guests into our life, then we will live and expand into our environment for it to become beautiful and to show the glory of God. And that is why we say the kingdom of God has been established among the African people as it is. It is not. It is not. And it is the mental emancipation project that Marcus Garvey, Dr. Martin Luther King, Kwame Nkrumah and all others preach. Their work is an unfinished business. And this is the time for us to finish it. Rise up, my fellow Africans. Emancipate yourself. And I love Marcus Garvey and his words. Marcus Garvey, he stated that all other people can give us independence, they can give us freedom. But so long as we are still in bondage in our minds, we will still be slave or we will still be slaves to this, this people, uh, the same people. And the only thing that we need to be completely free 
It's our mental emancipation. And that one, no other man can give it to us. And we have to do it ourselves. And this is the business that we are, we are championing. This is the business that we are bringing to an end. The African minds must be liberated. The African minds must be free. You must be a free and independent person to think in a way that you want to think, in a positive way, not in any negative way, but in a way, in a positive way to bring anything that is on your heart to mankind. And that is when we will be a developed world. Rise up, rise up. There are no evil forces. There are no witches or whatever haunting you. It is our own creation. This is the time we have to put all of them aside. They are all nabbled. Thoughts about all these things are King Ahab, Ahab and his wife Jezebel coming to us. Throw them away and take the nabbled mentality. Be nabbled and reject all of them and walk and live as a human being a God walking in the on earth in a, a human body. Therefore, you have the ability to do all things. And that is why Jesus Christ stated that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. In the same way, you and I, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And Christ is in us. And as soon as we walk in alignment with our Christ, our indwelling Christ, which is the God nature in us, the hope of glory, the glory will come out in our life and it will flood our lands, our cities and our entire life. Sahel Africa will be a developed and an enlightened continent. That is the truth and that is my message for you. The time, the hour has come that we take a new direction. And the new direction is what we are offering. The African taking the center stage in his life. And the African no longer walking as a victim of anything, but he's walking as, or he's walking on earth here as a God incarnate, creating and recreating and recreating his own life and circumstances. That is my message for you. Now, may the overshadowing presence of God, that keeps the stars in the open from falling on us. And that keeps the planets in their orbits with their clashing with one another. Keep you, lead you, and guide you, and give you a receptive heart, such that this message will, will land on a fertile soil in your mind and your heart, and you will take up the responsibility to begin to walk in this direction as you the, are the nabot of our days, or the nabot in your own world, in your mental kingdom, and protect your inheritance such that the glory of God will show in our lives, in every one of us lives, in our towns, in our cities, in our, in our countries, such that Africa will be a force to reckon with. Once again, my name is Emmanuel Kwejomensa. I am the founder of the Eagle Mentality. I am a co-founder of the Eagle Mentality Group. At Eagle Mentality Group, we, ded we dedicate our time our energy, our everything to the propagation of the information about the power of the subconscious mind and the universal laws and principles we teach. That's what we teach. It is our dream and determination that we will raise a new group of Africans who think and do things in a different way from what we are doing in alignment with the laws of the universe and the laws of our own being such that we will create a new Africa, a new Africa where men and women rise up or rises up to face our challenges and turn them into opportunities. Uh, an Africa that is technologically developed, 
advanced, an Africa that is advanced in all areas of life, an Africa that we have men and women from every nation, from every race, from every group of people coming to live amongst us and demonstrating the true nature of God, which is diversity. Diversity is the true nature of God. And that is what we envision for our great continent, Africa. Thank you and God bless you.